Hey everybody, this is Elena Torres, host of CounterCurrents Podcast, and you may notice that there is a certain male strong voice that's missing today, and that's my man Petey Steele, he couldn't make it. So I'm the captain of the ship today, and today I have an amazing guest. He just headlined DC Draft House Friday and Saturday. Please welcome David Borey. Hey! So you just headlined a 420 show. Yeah. Did you hey. feel that? Or did you feel that? Am I stoned? Is that what no, you're asking? No, 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 no. I mean, oh. were they stoned? Did the oh, it didn't, man, it didn't feel like it, really. That's good. And I've done like a lot of weed festivals yeah. and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they didn't feel, they didn't feel crazy stoned at all. That's not, because sometimes if an audience is like too banked, it's not, awful. Yeah, it's yeah. not very really fun. <laughs> yeah, they always like make it seem like it's gonna be great, and, then and it's you, not. It's not great. You'll get like a minute lag between laughs. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah, like, yeah. You'll tell a joke, you'll say the punchline, and then there'll be like this big long silence before. Or they just get like it. a lot of big smiles. Yes. Yeah. Just everybody's like, hey, yeah, yeah, and a lot of those little nods. Too. Yeah, yeah. It's not, it's not, it's not the way. It's not the way to do. No, it. not necessarily. But the show's <laughs> been going good. Yeah, so much fun, man. I've been having a great time. That's awesome. And I saw, so I, I did some research. Did some research about you. Before Is there this. stuff out there? There's a lot of stuff out there. Oh. The one thing I couldn't find because it seems like you travel everywhere. Where do you live? Oh, I live in LA. Oh, okay. I used to live in San Francisco. And then I'm from Colorado. Oh, much. nice. Well, because I saw you had a lot of stuff in Denver and a lot yeah. of San Francisco. So where did you start doing comedy? I started doing comedy in San Francisco like nine years ago. Nine years in. Two. And what was that? What was that scene like when you started? Man, it was really fun. Like I, I, <laughs> I yeah, it was awesome. It was like a bunch of weird people. It was really young back mm -hmm. then. Like there were a lot of because I was like twenty two or something like that. There were a lot of people like. My age, you were doing it at mm -hmm. the time that I was able to go up. Uh, a lot of open mics and stuff. It was like, I couldn't ask for a better place to start. I've heard that San Francisco is very kind comedically. Like, people, yeah. like you get a lot of big laughs. It's a good place to sort of, like, experiment because it's they're, very accepting. They're very accepting, but of everything but bad comedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, hopefully, oh, you don't want anybody to be accepting. Right. <laughs> like, so, but they, they would laugh the same. They'd let you kind of, like... Figure out whatever you wanted to do is particularly so. Yeah, I feel real thankful for it. That's awesome. And then, did you move back home to Denver after you started in San Francisco, or did no? You... When I started, I was on probation. Really? So I had to go back a lot. Oh. So that's so I just like so then I was like, well, if I'm doing coming in San Francisco, I might as well do it back home too. So that mm -hmm. so then I was just yeah. So Can it's I kind of like you I, started, you were on probation I killed a man. I knew it. <laughs> no, I got a DUI because I was 22 and stupid. Oh, yeah. yeah. That that's how that happens a lot in California. Yeah. No, this happened in Colorado. And oh, then I oh, moved the DUI to California. happened in Colorado. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, th and then I moved to California and they're like, you can live here. You can live in California, but you're going to have to check in all the time. Gotcha. So like, yeah. Gotcha. I say that happens a lot in California because I had jury duty. I used to live in L.A. Okay. And I okay. had jury duty once in L.A. for DUI? an illegal immigrant who had a DUI. And I was there all day, and I almost, it was like two people before me before they finished picking the jury, but they went through like four or five groups of jurors to pick the juries for this case, but like everybody had a DUI. Yeah. So they couldn't pick anybody, It's like everybody a <laughs> had some sort of charge. It's great. Thank, thank you, Uber. Yeah. Because Uber didn't exist, but if it weren't for that, I feel like... 
Man, if yeah, I don't think I would even have ever got a driver's license if it were illegal system back then. Yeah, right. I haven't driven since then. Yeah, I I stopped driving when I moved here, and I don't miss. That's it a good because you guys have a subway, right? We have a really nice subway. Perfect. That plus Uber, I don't miss it at all. I'm coming from I I moved here from Mexico City, but I lived in LA for a while. I, How long were you in Mexico City? For? I grew up there, so that's where I'm. That's like the new from. destination. It's so popular now. Yeah, everybody in LA. Everybody <laughs> in LA is going on vacation. In I know, Mexico I, City I know, which time. is so funny to me. It's just it's <laughs> like, well, it's always been there. I don't know, but yeah, I, I know, it's, it's like a major city, yeah, right? Yeah. It's Over a, a million people, right? It's like twenty-eight million people. Yeah, that's yeah. come on. That's like a destination. Yeah, it's one of the it's one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah, and I feel like when I was growing up there, I, and I would I would come spend because my grandparents, my mom's American, so I would come spend summers here. And in, in where in DC? No, and actually in near San Francisco. In near San Francisco. Okay, okay, Canada. okay. So I would spend summers with my grandparents, and I'd meet other American kids at day camps and stuff, and they would ask me the craziest questions about Mexico. Like, do you guys have electricity? And yeah. Like, I'm like, it's there's a lot more going on than in Sacramento. Yeah, kids, <laughs> yeah. Kid, <laughs> almost everywhere. Yeah. Like, trust me, it's a little cooler than this. Yeah, I've spent some time in Sacramento. Yeah. It was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Still, I rise. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like it over there. Hers yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... I mean, I have a lot of family in Sacramento. Love to Sacramento, it's but you know, a reasonable place. Exactly. My, my sister lives there now. Oh, okay. So. Yeah. Nobody ever really knows why she moved there, but she, yeah, it's, it's a weird place to move to. It is a weird place to yeah. move to. I don't know what. I mean, I have a lot of family there, but it's just sort of like they're just from there. Yeah, it yeah. happened. But yeah, I don't really understand. No, no hate to Sacramento. Love no, Sacramento. Go just, Kings. Yeah, yeah. Hey, go Kings. Yeah. This is one of the. Cool things to do. It's That's Sacramento. One of the three <laughs> things. King's game, exactly. One of the three things. So, um, I so I saw that you were a new face at Just for Laughs in Montreal. In Montreal. Yeah. And so they recently came here and auditioned a bunch of people. So DC comedy right now is talking a lot about Just for Laughs and what nice. it means and what it means and does it open as many doors as people say. So, what are your thoughts? And what's your experience? Okay. Uh, you know, man, I think that there was a time where Montreal was where you could go to potentially unlock a fortune. Right, right. You know what I mean? I think maybe the show business model has changed a little bit. That being said, it could definitely do stuff for you. I don't think I particularly got anything, but there were some people in my class who did pretty well, but... I didn't really get anything. Really? Because I saw you did, you did Cone, you did Cone in the same year. I got that off of Bridgetown. Oh, really? So that had nothing to do. I with I knew I was class. doing Conan before I ever went to Montreal. Yeah. Interesting. Do you think that affected you getting chosen for Montreal? Do you think they knew? Like, it was I don't know if the Conan. I don't know if. I don't know. Maybe JP knows Jeff. I guess they probably know each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they talk because, like, the Montreal. Montreal Booker takes it very seriously. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, very much so. So I I don't know if it had any bit. It's also like, at least for me, it kind of, you can kind of feel when it's your time. Like I auditioned for three or four years before I got it. Right. And then the year I got it, it just kind of like, it, it just felt right. Because there's, mm-hmm. you know, there's also a lot of factors in play. Mm-hmm. Especially if you don't go unrepped. Unrepped is kind of like, I feel like the better barometer for new talent. 
Because, yeah. like, a lot of real... Like, the unrepped list is usually real solid comics top to bottom. Repped is some, kind of, like, sometimes, like, okay. Is that, how, is that how they divide it in the new faces? Do people in the new faces, do they have representation already? No, there's so there's repped, unrepped, and characters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's kind of how they divide it up. Oh, okay. I yeah. Didn't know that. I so just, it, I sort of figured like everybody in the new phases was all unrep people that were sort of like discovering no, making noise in their scene. I think maybe it used to be that way, but right. not. Yeah, it's like I mean when I there's some people who get new faces who have already had like a job, like an acting job yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So that but unrepped unrepped is pretty much always pretty great comedy. Yeah, it means that you have to be. Yeah. Legitimately good at comedy. Yeah, because it. they found you off of whatever. Like, right, right, right. Yeah, repped is kind of like your agent could have just pushed for it. And you went unrepped. No, I went, I went repped. Oh, you know, yeah, you're like yeah. talking all this shit. Yeah, I'm on not. people that go repped and you're like, no, no, I had an agent that got me. Yeah, back. yeah. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I you know. I could still I, I, I could still see the forest through the trees. Like, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I still see what's going on. But yeah, so I, I went repped actually. But in my year was rough because unrepped was like. It was, man, it was just their, their show ended up not going well and the host didn't do that well. And, oh, no. And it's like, because also unwrapped is one thing that they don't tell you. You have to pay for everything if you're unwrapped. Really? You got to pay to fly out there. You got to pay for your, they, you got to put yourself up. Wow. Yeah. And if you're wrapped, the agent pays. They don't pay? If you're wrapped, so I went wrapped and they put up the hotel, but I still had to fly there and get a passport. Wow. And, and within the, like, I think it was, like, 70 days, they tell you, before you have to go. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was friend. touring all summer, so it was, like, I really had to, like, bust a couple moves to even get myself out there. Yeah, to, to get, I've had to renew passports very quickly, and it's it's no joke. And it also costs money. It costs yeah. way more money than, yeah, I, yeah. like, I had to, I, I, I was real late on rent when I went to Montreal, but <laughs> so for those of you that think comedy is super glamorous, like there's some truth for you. You get into like the con film festival. Oh man. All that comedy. shit. Yeah. It's not glamorous. I mean, yeah. also Montreal is like when you get, it's like not for comics. It's like, yeah. you know how comedians have like Bridgetown or whatever festivals they've always had mm-hmm. and you go and it's like, Oh, this is fun. This mm-hmm. is for us. This is like yeah. every, all my friends are here. That's it's that for the industry. Yeah. So you go there, it's like all these agents and bookers and stuff who never get, who don't get to see each other that often. Right. It's like there's a lot more industry at that festival than there is talent. That's so, so it's, interesting. Yeah, it's not really for us. Yeah. You're, it's like a meat market. Right, you know right. I mean? Well, I went to a film festival once. I did a short film that got into a film festival. Right. It felt a lot like that. Like I felt like as talent, there was like way less of us, and it was mostly like distributors. Yeah. Talking to whoever was producing short, they're all trying to the movie, and it like felt very conventiony. Yeah, that's the whole that, thing. That's kind of the vibe of it. It's yeah, it's definitely yeah. So it's like one of those things where because I wish somebody I'm just saying that now because I wish somebody had told me that right. when I went because I was so used to doing comedy festivals. But like, yeah, it's not it's not really for it's for you to go to the party and meet all the people and have the right. meetings. But it's it's their festival. It's the industry's right. festival. That's so interesting because like this has been something that all of us you know the comedy community here has been talking about it a lot. Yeah. Like, what does it mean? What doesn't it? And a lot of people think, like, if you get just for laughs, that's your career. But you're saying that you book cooler stuff just from way smaller festivals. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, I got, yeah, it, it, there's not really one. You want it, 
But hey, I also have friends who did get big stuff out of Montreal. Right. So it's like tough for me to like, that was just my experience. Right. But it is good to know going in that like you might, if, I also know people who've done Montreal who didn't really do anything after. Right, right. So it's kind of like, it's still what you make of it. Right. You know what I mean? There's no right. like one thing that's like the lever. Or right. if there is, I haven't found it. Right. I think it's more, tell me, tell me if you agree with this. I think it's more like you go through waves in stand-up. Like where you're just killing it for like months, years at a time. Yeah. Like you just you just sort of like it's like surfing. Like you just like hit this wave and you're just Yeah, sometimes it goes good, sometimes there's nothing going on for right. a while. Right. It's all pretty steady though. I I don't think there's one gig, at least that I ever got, I don't think there was ever one gig where I was like this is what it was yesterday, and this is what it is today. Right. I, and like I said, there, there might be one, but I haven't. Ha- it hasn't happened for me yet. I got you. And where do you think? Because the other thing that well, I think comics everywhere talk a lot about is like time, like time doing it. You know, however many years you've been doing it, yeah, matters a lot. And what year do you think for you? What year do you think for yourself? You're like, I'm really good at this now. I got a handle on doing comedy now. I get, I, that's so hard because it's like, I kind of, it's like sort of like, I, I'm never as good of a comic as I want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're all like that, but I think there's got to be a moment where you're like, oh. Oh, when did I think I was competent? I think kind of early. Just because when you're starting right. I wouldn't, when I first was starting, you know, you'd meet people and you'd be like, I've been doing this for a year. And you talk to somebody at the open mic, and they're like, I've been doing this eight years. And I'd be like, well, dang, if you've been doing this eight years, and, like, the host is bumping you for me. So, I guess early on, I kind of thought that maybe I had, like, I could get it going. (laughs) Right. And how many years in were you you like, I can make a living off doing just this? Oh, man. I'm not a good. So, I'm such a bad example for that. I quit my job two years in. Nice. I like. No, it, to my detriment, greatly. <laughs> you really? You think it was a mistake? <laughs> I didn't have. I mean, I didn't have a. I didn't have my own room from twenty two to twenty eight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So you I mean, couch surf the whole time. Yeah, and then like yeah for a while, and then like I had a house in San Francisco that they basically let me sleep on one of the couches and pay what I could. Wow. But like that's not like I also didn't have. Health insurance that time and couldn't right. afford. So it's like, I don't really. I only. I did it real hard, cause. But like, I can't really. I don't. I don't know if I would suggest that. Do you think you're a better comedian for that though? You'd like to say yes, but I don't. <laughs> I have nothing to compare it to. Right, right. You know right. what I mean? I don't know what I would right. have been doing if I would, had just like kept. I don't know where my. You know what I mean? Right, so like, right. I, don't, I don't know. What if, I hope so. What influenced that decision? You were just like, fuck it. I love comedy. I jobs are distracting. I'm just going all in. I'm super dumb and stubborn. So like, I was working at a casino at the time, and they got raided by the FBI. Wow, I was gonna say, I was gonna say a casino in San Francisco. Yeah, California. Right, right. Artichoke. I'm not. Maybe I shouldn't say the name. It's right (laughs) across from the San Francisco airport. Okay. And I was working there, and they got raided by the FBI, and they got shut down for 15 days. And I was like, man, I need some money. Like, so I went to them. And I was like, can you guys place me in another casino or something? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no. And like, like, this is not good. Well, yeah. And then I was like, well, can I get unemployment? And they were like, no. So I quit. And, really? Uh, they wouldn't give you unemployment? Yeah. Why? Because if the FBI raids your job? You no, they were just on some... So this is what happens. Like, 
I fucking, I, I quit because I was like, I had been working there a lot because I had to pay off court charges because I was on probation. Right, right. So I had been working some overtime days that they weren't paying me for sometimes. They'd always be like, oh, sorry, we just fucked up. It's not a big deal. But I had the receipts for it. So I quit and went to unemployment and was like, they're not paying me overtime. What's up? And, uh, you know. Thank you to Barack Obama. I got 99 weeks of unemployment. Hey. And I kind of used that to, like, learn how to do comedy and, like, right. figure it out. Right. That's awesome. It, well, it, worked out, it worked out. Were you there when the FBI raided? No, I was just about to go. And I got on Facebook. Like, I was sitting, because I was waiting for the train. And I was sitting in my apartment. And I just got on Facebook while I was waiting for the train. And this girl was like, OMG, they raided with guns and shit. And I was like, what? And I called. Yeah. I called the. I called the office, and they were like, "Yeah, you don't have to come in." That's insane. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that's a pretty good reason to not have to come. Yeah. Hey, so this was thing happened. You um, can look it up. Don't know when you're gonna come back, but you can look it up. They seized like guns and drugs. It is like a real thing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But in that, I haven't had a real job since then. That's that's cool though. I I was in a raid once, and whenever people say they're like, "Oh, in Mexico," and I'm like, "No." Actually, when I was in college, I went to the USC, which is very famous right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> so I was at a I was at a frat party. That seems like a home. place that should be raided. Right, right. And they were going really hard on underage drinking at USC because they wanted it to be a harder school to get into. Because when I got in, it was a little. It was like the film school was good, but for the most part, it was like. A hard to get into party school. That's what it always seemed like to me. Yeah. It, it, this, that's why that scandal was so surprising. It seems like it turned a corner at some point. Well, it keeps getting higher and higher ratings, but it's but it's a very it's not an Ivy. It's not no. It's, it's not, not an Ivy. It is not. That's Randall Terrence in the back. But <laughs> you no, know, it's not an Ivy League at all. Yeah. And it's it does have a weird mix of like valedictorian kids and like kids whose parents just like have a ton of money. It's right. definitely like a money school. It's like I a say rich like when shit. when all this stuff happened, I was not surprised at all that USC was <laughs> right in the center. Like all that sounded just about right. All right. You know? Like I had I had a great experience there, but all that made a lot of sense. So they were trying to make it like a harder to get into school. So there was this like fraternity sorority rush week, the first week of school, and there's a lot of parties on this fraternity. Oh, like a row. row. Yeah. yeah. So I was at this frat house, and I'm in a room with like six people, and I this Smoking sounds weed. this sound no you're gonna laugh this is gonna this sounds like I'm lying but I'm not this dude was like sh- was like showing off to like me and two girlfriends and another friend about how he built his IKEA bed he like had a drink in his hand and he built this like bunk bed and he's like there's like a party downstairs he's like this is the cool bed that I built this like, guy's white right. Of course he's white. <laughs> of course he's white. I'm just curious. What a strange flex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was... Like, people are like, like, no lie. This dude is just showing off this, like, cool bed that he built. Damn. And then suddenly... I guess take it how you can get it. I mean, I mean... And, uh, it worked, know? right? He had, it sounds like he had four women in his room. Yeah, I think we were we were naive and we were kind of like, okay, cool. I was also like very culture shocked when I got to USC, so all right. this to me was very like, well, okay. So I'm just sitting there, and suddenly the door like pops open, and this guy in a jacket is like, everybody out right now, police! And I thought it was a joke. Like I thought he was gonna strip. Like, and everyone <laughs> just wrong. <brought>, Wait, what? 
It's a two part. <laughs> yeah, that, that made more sense to me in the situation than like a police raid. And and so everybody is just frozen. He's like, everybody out now. He starts screaming. And we're like, okay. So I'm like walking out of this room and there are cops all in the hallways, like all, all downstairs in this front house. Like they've got people up against walls. It's like really great. So I like walk out and there's all these like yelling cops, like flashlights, like the whole nine. Yeah. And I walk out. And literally helicopters over Frat Row. I'm not exaggerating. Going, put down the red cups. Put down the red cups. Wow, that feels like a waste of resources. That, that's what we all were saying. USC's in South Central. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, I don't know. This, all this focus is It's on the blue line. And, and that's like right next to Crenshaw. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I'm, and I'm literally like walking out and some cop, and I still had my drink in my hand because I was really confused and smart. And I walked out onto the street and I had this like red cup in my hand still from the party. And this cop looked at me and smacked it out of my hand. Don't you love them? Full force. Cops, man. And I was like, get out of here. And I was like, this is the, cra- is this America? I was so confused. It is. I was like, this is the crazy shit I've ever seen. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Just so that USC could be harder to get into. Yeah. Didn't work. No. I mean, I guess it did. Well, yeah, it is hard. It's, it's definitely harder to, apparently, it's you gotta much be harder to get into now. <laughs> But don't you think the, cra- the crazy thing with this whole cheating scandal, especially, like, if, like, the Lori Laughlin example in particular, like, should couldn't she have just paid that 500 grand to the school? Yeah, I mean, also, or, like, I feel like if you got that much money to just, like, give away, your kid was probably going to be okay anyway. Totally, totally. Like, maybe just, like, because wasn't it that the girl wasn't even into it? No, she wasn't into it. Yeah, she did some video where she was like, I'm just here to party. And she had some huge deals with YouTube and stuff. She she wasn't interested in college and seemed to be making more money from YouTube ads. And her mom didn't make money from college, right? So what are you you tripping on? Yeah, that seems crazy to me. Just to have a title, maybe? I guess, but like, if you guys aren't college-ass people, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. It's... Pretty. Are a lot of people still talking about that in LA right now too? Kinda. Yeah. It it comes up a lot. I don't. I live far. I live on the east side, so I live far from USC. Far from all that. Yeah. Where, when they used to be, well, what can we say? I, yeah, it's fine. I I don't think they're gonna find me. Okay. <laughs> I live in Highland Park. I was gonna say I I've been to Highland Park twice, and it is so beautiful. It and is. It's really changing fast. I've been there for about four years. My roommate's been there for like seven or eight. It's changing fast. Is it? Yeah, I haven't been in a long since I've yeah, been it's, it's, for it's a while. Yeah, it's, uh, it's very, it's it's a lot of young urban professionals. Oh, in the neighborhood. Got a lot you. of dogs with no leashes. Oh, got you. Which sucks. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of juice places popping up, that kind of thing. Yeah, a lot of speakeasy type bars and stuff. It's okay, man. That's I, it's cool. fine. That's fine. Well, so what do you have coming up? What, what, uh... Oh, 
I, you know, I tour real heavy in the summer, so I'll be out and about. Like, I'm not like, yeah, I, t- I tour, uh, gonna tour with my podcast. Okay. Oh, my Comedy Central half hour comes out. Oh, that's a that's a good thing to plug. When That'll be out? good in in October. I don't know. I that's know. cool. Oh, I'm gonna be on the new Negroes on Comedy Central on May third. It's very it's very casual. That's a very casual plugs for very cool stuff. I I just I, I, I the timeline. I feel like I should have got the timeline better. Oh, on that. shit just keeps popping in your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need to pay, man. You should see my. Should pay more attention to my Google Calendar. Yeah, I mean, probably. Oh, I'm going to the moon next week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm headlining this little place called Madison Square Garden. MSG, uh, baby. Yeah, yeah, at some point in yeah. the summer. So wait, uh, when does this come? I don't even. Man, this I don't comes even, out on Monday. This comes out on Monday. Then I would like to plug my sh- show. Oh, okay. This comes out on Monday, on f- Friday and Saturday of. This week, I'm going to be in Omaha opening for Eric Andre. That's awesome. Yeah. So, go check out David Bory in Omaha. Yeah. OfficialDavidBory.com, uh, too. Where they can find you on Twitter and on Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Tw- Twitter. Twitter. My it handles are dumb. Twitter is at the G is silent. And inst- like lasagna. Yeah. <laughs> and Instagram is CoolGuyJokes87. I didn't think the platform was going to last as long as it did. I, <laughs> I understand. My but, first email was called, it was only I am cool at hotmail.com. There you go. But you, and you, I had it for a good decade. In hindsight, though, you locked it down. Yeah, that no was, numbers. No that was numbers. very, that, that's good foresight. Yeah, yeah. That was a very good email address. Yeah, no, no numbers, only I am cool at hotmail.com. You can email me that's, questions. I think it still belongs to me. I have it. That's, I hope so. That's probably like time. prime real estate. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is hotmail still? I don't know. Do people still have hotmails? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't checked. Only I am cool in a decade, at least. Oh, it could be anything. In it there. could. could. <laughs> you should, you yeah, should. I don't know what's going on. In there. Yeah, the internet. Yeah. Man, they hold receipts. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Well, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you for having me. Of course, and you guys can catch Rachel Feinstein next week at the Arlington Draft House at seven and nine, and go on the DC Draft House website to check out our shows next week. And uh, that's it for me. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you, David Corey, again. Thank you. And have a great night.